0: All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go! Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over at the Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you mental health professionals how to a start, b grow, c scale a six-figure counseling private practice without without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it! Let's dive into the episode. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? Hopefully, you're doing well. I Roughly about 10 minutes ago, just got done reading my daughter and my son, um, a bed night story, story. Um, well, technically my daughter was reading the bed night story and then my wife and I are sitting there and we're listening in and my wife, she, she tells our daughter, she says, Nola, tomorrow you're going to have a sleepover. And she loses her shit, right? <laughs> she is just like, Oh my God, where am I going that? When did you do it? I'm so surprised, and just just so much energy, such a beautiful moment, and I am I'm like, girl, let's 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 pump the brakes a little bit and get back to this reading. But she she wasn't having any of that. She she said, let's stop reading. I'm gonna go and pack my clothes right now. <laughs> and then my son, he's like, um, I, 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 I'm going too, and he's four, so you know he's he's catching up a little bit. and He's like, I'm going too, and I, and I want to sleep on the bunk bed. So they're already planning everything, and, and you know it hasn't happened yet. It's still just tomorrow, and it's it's one of those moments where, you know, I'm really thankful for for the work that I'm doing, um, because it allows to, it allows me to have that space to be able to connect there with my kids. Um, for for me growing up, um, my my parents migrated here from the Dominican Republic. And, and my parents worked a lot, my dad, for the most part, worked just about seven days a week. Um, it wasn 't until later that he was able to shift to six days a week um, and, and you know so much of what's happening in my life um, is is through uh, gratitude, through gratitude or is, um, what was common in my culture saying is bendiciones, which are blessings you know to to have from not just my parents but all the generations before me that really you know laid laid down the the framework and the foundation to allow. Um, me to have the life that I have now, and and, and I'll continue to do that, you know, for my children, and and, and hopefully they continue that lineage as we go forward. So I wanted to share that moment with you, um, because I I love the work that I do here at The Counselor's Journey, and I love the relationship that we have. It it could sound very weird to say that, that I love the relationship that we have, because I'm, I'm audio recording these episodes, but for me, it feels that you're here with me. Um, so many of you leave comments. So many of you email. Um, so many of you I know on a personal basis, um, and and it, it feels from from here that you're literally here with me. We're hanging out, and and I'm just speaking directly to you. Today's episode I wanted to dive into naming your practice and 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 which direction to take, and instead of going. In a whole bunch of different directions or in one narrow direction, what I want to do is I want to share with you the direction that I took as guidance and then also want to share with you some pointers so that you're able to move forward in the direction that connects to you. Because at the end of the day, it's your journey, right? It is your journey, not my journey, not Bob's journey, not Sally. Not the counselors across the street, or the ones uptown or downtown or in the other city. At this point, you're like, Juan, we get the point. It's my journey. Keep going. (laughs) I'm I'm having fun, so have fun with me. When when I started uh, my practice, I did something very interesting. Um, The name of the practice is Santos Counseling. What I also did was I went on GoDaddy.com and I bought a bunch of domains. I bought, um, I bought one that was Triad Counselors and then another one that was uh, Triad Counselors, um, something else. And I did that because I was very indecisive. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. My gut wanted to go with Santos Counseling. And my gut wanted to go with Santos Counseling because um, Santos connects to um, uh, the translation saint, uh, and and I think that there's, a, there's a sense of, of peace there, of calmness that connects to that. Um, it's also a family name, so it's important to me too. And then counseling is in there, which connects to the work that I do. Um, so, so that's uh, some of the basis there, not all of it, of why I went with um, Santos Counseling. The The other parts of why I bought those domains is because I was thinking that maybe I would just have the Santos Counseling on there, and then whenever later in life when the the solo practice turned into a group practice i would just turn it over into the you know whatever those new domains were um but i I never did that um because that santos counseling continued to just really grow with me and then also found it interesting i found myself my wife having a conversation years back about choosing that name um and and she's a strong believer of, of intuition and being able to say hey that one came really natural. You know, that one really came to us and it, and it wasn't one it wasn't a difficult one that we had to like spend hours upon hours, you know, researching or contemplating. So that was really important to have that grounding. And and that's, that's some of the story of why I chose that name for the practice. I want you to think about yours. And then when you think about yours, I want you to consider two different avenues and they're very distinct. One is what connects to you. And the other one that's a whole different page, this one's a whole different book, is the business mindset, right? So the first one, of what connects to you? The second one is the business mindset. The one that connects to you, I want you to think about your ideal clients, I want you to think about what your practice looks now and what it can look five, 20 years from now. I, I, there's some big numbers out there on purpose because I really want—I want, I really want you to implement that—that um, that, that pillar there is is, uh, is connected to Stephen Covey. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name right. The author, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I believe is the title of the book, and one of them is the end in mind. And I continue to you know read that book over and over. It's all worn down, um, but that strategy has worked. Uh, over and over, and so much of the items in that book are, are useful. If you have time, check it out. The, the 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 name that you pick for your practice. I want you to think about how it connects to you. I want you to think about how it connects to your audience, to those that you serve. So, as an example, if you see yourself right now and you're like, you know, for me, I'm a relationship counselor, and, and I want to continue to be a relationship counselor, um, then maybe your practice is connected to that. You know, it, it could be relationship counselors, blank city. So like, you know, my city is Greensboro. So it could be relationship counselors and Greensboro, you know, it could be as, as simple as that, um, or it could be your city and then therapy. So for me, it could be, um, relationship, uh, therapy, Greensboro, you know, again, it could be as simple as that. It, it's up to you. That part, I really want you to take time and I want you to think about, you know, questions. Who's my ideal client? There's a big old sign outside my building. What do I want it to say? And how does that sign there connect to the clients that I'm going to be serving? If they read it, how how do I want them to relate to it? How do I want them to see it and then see the culture that we have here? Those questions usually allow us to open our mindset a little bit more and to see, you know, what works versus what doesn't work. The other part I want you to look at is the business mindset, right? So that one has to do with conversions. It has to do with steering away from maybe, you know, some of that emotional um, co- connections, if you will, on the first one to operating a business, you know, to looking at it from a logistical point of view. And when we think about that, we think about SEO, search engine optimization. Uh, so an example of that, I'll give you my practice, Santos Counseling, right? Now, my practice, Santos Counseling, bear with me here and I'll walk you through it. I would have to do or have had to do a lot of SEO work through the years I started blogging right when the practice has opened up and right now I think I'm over 500 blogs that I've done blog posts. so just a lot of work you know going into it Um, hundreds of videos um, lots of organic SEO search search engine optimization work to be able to get the site to rank higher and higher and in different pages you know depending on what service we're providing the the, the, the other idea that I mentioned of going with more of the rational business mindset would be, let's say if I didn't do Santos Counseling, and instead I did counselors in Greensboro, that's my city, Greensboro, or my city uh, therapy, Greensboro Therapy Office. And you're probably thinking, well, you know, why that one, a business mindset? Well, think about the average person that's going to search for counseling or therapy in your area. What are they likely to search? Are they likely to search your name or are they likely to search their city? and and typically more than likely they're they're going to be searching the city until your name becomes a strong brand within the community. You know, once your name, this is if you go with your name um such as um let's say if i if i if i use something different, you know, what if my practice was Juan Santos, you know, i would have to build that brand over time. Um, almost like now you have, like, let's say Gottman, right? So it's a big name, or Dr. Phil, it's another big name. People may search just for those names directly. Or even in your area, in your city, your state, you, you may have some really well-known clinicians that have maybe have written books, spoken, you know, in front of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. So maybe individuals are searching for those names specifically. Um, but until we meet, you know, that platform or read that, reach that state, step, stage, whatever it may be, we can look at the business mindset. And the business mindset um, may steer us into the direction of utilizing uh, a friendly connection to SEO. So that would be where you think about a client. You know, a client in your city that struggles with anxiety. They may write counseling and anxiety, or counseling office. Sorry, that, that came out wrong. Counseling office uh, in Greensboro for anxiety. Uh, anxiety therapy near me. Right? They they may search those type of terms. Those usually common ones. So then you think about if you have a name for an office, right? They mean they mean your your practice and it's around that name, it's more likely to tell Google that it's relevant to that term being searched. So then it ranks it higher. Does that make sense? You know, hopefully it does again. Um and, and if you want to kind of play around with the idea, get on Google and then search uh your city in therapy or your city in counseling and then see what pops up. Uh, And and more than likely you'll notice that maybe some of the places that pop up have a city name Um, and then that's that relevance that we're talking about here. Now today's episode, it was short and sweet, right? Short and sweet and to the point and that's how I wanted it to go. I want you to again take a step back and think about, you know, when it comes to naming your practice, it relates to you and it relates to the direction that you want to take it. People are going to give you all sorts of advice and all sorts of recommendation recommendations. And I, I would hear them out. I certainly would. It's important to have an open mind uh, and, and, and really look at you know which direction allows you to feel at ease um, and, and comfortable. Because at the end of the day, this is your business and you're gonna carry it you know, forward. The last the last um the, the last piece of support I, I want to provide to you has to do with knowing that your name doesn't have to be stuck to you and I cannot remember I forget it was a book recommended by Bill Gates um, and I wish I wish I could remember it right now but basically you're able to you're, you're able to change your name whenever whenever you want it was a famous business and I can't remember it I'm gonna have to look it up at some point um, but his business was named you know let's just use an example um, it was named a and it was really famous and you know made hundreds of thousands of, of dollars uh, and, and then it got it, it got um, it, the person sold it and then one of the things that when they sold it was that the other person said I want to change the name and the person that sold it said of course you can change the name that's fine and, and I found that really important because for me I, I really got nervous about that I thought to myself well, what if I want to sell my business is somebody going to want to own Santos Counseling you know and their, and their name is Johnson <laughs> maybe not But that's where it's important for us to acknowledge that we can always change a name. Um, And changing a name doesn't mean that your clients will go anywhere or branding or marketing will be affected in a negative way. And that really brought uh, brought me a peace of mind. Hopefully it can bring you a peace of mind. I want to thank you for the time that you're spending here with me today. I hope that you found some clarity in naming your practice. If you're stuck in naming your practice, reach out to me. If you have questions, reach out to me. Before you head off, I'd love to ask for a kindness if you're able to spend some time on looking at the platform that you're using today to listen to the podcast. There should be somewhere on there that you're able to leave a review. I would love if you could leave me a review, subscribe. A review, what it does is it helps the podcast rank. A podcast works in a very simple way. Whenever people listen to it and they go on there and leave a review, it tells the podcast space, hey, this podcast is relevant. They're doing a good job. And my goal is to have this podcast in the space, the space of as many clinicians as possible so that we are all finding support and, 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 and calmness, if you will, and not feeling overwhelmed in a journey or private practice. I want to thank you for spending time with me. I want to thank you for being here and for showing up for yourself. Take care, my friends. Have an amazing day. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.